0: this is the otaku in review podcast i'm scott spaziani from otaku in review
1: i'm shannon
2: aka perfect sarah and i am michael camacho of g-nitro.com this is episode 199 recorded on june 17th 2020 toilet bound otaku
0: Hey there, nerds! What's up? <laughs> ready to talk? Ready to talk about some?
2: like, I'm not talking. <laughs> ready to
0: talk about some Japanese bullshit? Huh? Obviously not. She
2: won't. She didn't even respond to your nerds comment. She's like, I don't know this guy.
1: Excuse me. Who are you uh, talking to?
2: It's another. It's another glorious week. It's can't finally, you just say hello, simps?
0: Finally, summer. It's finally summer. We're still trapped inside. At least those of us who have some semblance of decency. Uh, are still trapped inside. How's everybody Me. doing? We good. We're good.
1: Yeah. We're good. Doing
2: as good
0: as I can. <laughs> that's, I think that's that is the the best. Um, man. What a what a what a gap in recording. You know, like oh man. Uh, I mean, gotta, we, have, we have to somehow address the, uh, the gorilla, gorilla in the room. We were talking about how to address it, but let's just let's just say. Um, uh black lives matter defund the police right let's just throw it out
2: (laughs) well i mean yeah (laughs) it's just (laughs) movement kind of threw off uh, to anybody wondering there's a week weekly recordings extra uh i spent a lot of time personally uh just retweeting a lot of stuff and amplifying my social media and i got caught up a lot and really wasn't, wasn't doing anything else outside of going to work because this is an important time I think this is going to be the biggest yet. Absolutely. To the point we're already seeing changes. It's it's funny too because like you know we were
0: already people were already joking like what is what is the history books going to say about the, the COVID pandemic? And, you know what the what was what's the picture going to be? And now we know what the picture is going to be, which is protesters marching on at the White House. So
2: well, it's going to be two things. You're going to hopefully the history books show the idiots who are protesting about bullshit like hair and golf and then you see people who are protesting about human rights and you can see what the two sides look like and how different they are yeah those the photos
0: that have already come out that like people have done like collages of the two and well i think those are probably the most impactful images of the whole of the whole movement
1: the the amazing the amazing thing that i think to me was i live kind of in a suburb of Washington and nothing really ever happens here. It's, it's a very wealthy predominantly white area. And last, I think it was last weekend, um, there was a there was a march here. There was a march and it was amazing to see that and down the street and you saw people, you know, fighting for for rights and equality and it, it was it was amazing. It was it was so good to see in in the town that I live in. So the the outreach And the impact has been significant.
2: Yeah, there's there's a huge march here near me. And I live in a more Columbia, Maryland, weird, because it's very diverse. uh, But it's like one of those places where there's a lot of community involvement. So there's not as much uh, of like police harassment, police brutality. I would like to see police take on the example of what happened where I'm at where I've seen them come in and de-escalate. So I've seen it happen um, at multiple houses, people of different races each time, and never have I seen them treat either side different in this area. I'm sure there's going to be cops in the uh, department here where I, that do, but from what I've seen and where it could easily go the wrong way, even with a guy completely belligerent and drunk, and they got him to calm down without ever resorting to anything. And I was shocked. I wish his ass would have gotten beat, but he got his karma when he owed. No, he just went
0: real dark. You're yeah. we trying to stay. You're we trying I'm to sorry. stay
2: positive. He was abusive shit to himself. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, he still went dark. I watched him tr- drive his truck up to the front door so she couldn't leave. So. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Ah, uh, karma's a bitch. Yeah,
0: you're right. Columbia, Maryland sounds like a weird. weird <laughs> no, but place. it's
2: it's been named like one of the the number one place to live in the U.S. more. Um, but it really does have, like, that diversity. They're, they're just It's just a really cool place. And I would love to see other places. I'm seeing these big cities where they put all this money in the police. It's a constant problem. No mm-hmm. police
1: department needs, like, a Lamborghini. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no police but department. The <laughs> problem is
2: the militarization <laughs> will put a bug the hell out of me. Like, I yeah. don't think they should be using weapons that soldiers are trained for a lot longer on than these guys. They're basically handed it and told to go. Um, they have no, nothing like the military where the military is the uniform code of military justice. There's nothing for the law enforcement side. In fact, they've got qualified immunity, which basically gets them off from any civil lawsuit if the judge decides, okay, whatever he's safe. But I decided, so my birthday was this past week and I decided for Monday, um, to stream to assist in some of these matters. And I ended up fundraising for the bail project, which is helping a lot of well, before all the protests and arrests, was helping a lot of low-income people meet bail because they believe just because you're poor doesn't mean that you should have to rot in jail because you can't meet the requirement. So the good thing about projects like the bail projects and other bail funds throughout the country that do nonprofit um, fundraising is anytime they post bail and that person wins the case, they get the money back to use for the next person. So the money can constantly be recycled if things are going well. So... Um, now with the protests, they're also helping out protesters get out and trying to make sure that um, they're being found because a lot of these protesters are getting thrown in jail and the paperwork's not being done fast and people are sitting there. So they're doing a lot of stuff for that too. And so I set a goal of $300 and I said I would match all donations up to the $300 goal. I hit 170 before my first stream on Saturday because um, I, I was going to do two streams, Saturday and then my, Monday was my birthday. And somebody off the bat threw in three hundred dollars, and I was like,
1: "I saw that." All right, I saw that. We're at four
2: seventy, <laughs> so I immediately threw in the three hundred dollars I promised. So we were already up to uh, seven seventy, and then it just took off from there. Where Monday's stream ended, and I was over thirteen hundred. Awesome. Shannon helped me meet my thousand dollar second goal. Woo-hoo. But it was awesome to see. Like, I raised a thousand dollars more than I even expected on because I I struggled up until like a week or two before. Like, do I just do my regular extra life? And I was like, no, I have to do more than I have all the rest of the year to do extra. Life. Let me focus.
1: And I think the big, I think the I big just, thing now is we have to keep this going. It needs to just keep yeah. going. You know what I mean? Like, we cannot, we cannot stop support just because it's not trending on Twitter anymore. You know? Yeah, and that's going to oh. be the
0: that's going to be the hard it thing. Is. It's, it is. It is. It's especially like once, like all these people now who are sitting home, retweeting, looking, looking at things because they're home, and it's it's staring in the face when they return when life returns to normal. Yeah. Are they going to still still drum up this cause and amplify it?
2: I think. I hope so. The problem isn't going to be, in my opinion, Twitter and social media. It's It's trying to keep the media's engagement, Mm -hmm. but which is already waning. Right. Because social media is posting these videos. Social media is getting the truth out there while the media is like, oh shit, it's not the protesters causing violence, it's the cops. And they're starting to be like, uh, even when their own journalists are getting attacked, they're trying to look the other way at the same time. And I'm like, stop.
0: Yeah, it's hard. Show the truth. It's so I mean, it's so hard. I mean, how do you how do you go against police in this country? It's like everything's broken, right? Everything's broken.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm getting tired of just watching the police riot, shooting people for sport. Oh, I want to say one thing for people out there. A lot of people know of Greg Duset, a lawyer on Twitter for his Vic Mignogna stuff from last year <laughs> where him and a bunch of other People from law Twitter came out and was like, yo, Vic is going to lose on all 17 counts. And he did. And he had all these stupid weeps in his mentions forever. Okay, explain, oh who, yeah. explain who
1: Vic Mignogna is.
2: No, we don't need Vic to explain Mignogna, who Vic Mignogna is. No. I, Vic I, I, Mignogna I, is saying. a sexual predator and a pedophile oh, that boy. tried to sue so other voice actors and actresses <laughs> for... Libel and slander for speaking up out against them for Michael sexual Camacho assault. Does
0: not represent the views of a talk Yes, him. I do. <laughs> Don't you fucking lie! Because I, I, just, pre- it, hold on. Just, I just in case
2: of a, I'm just in case of a libel suit. Just there is no liability because he has lost the suit. Yes, I he can has. Say whatever he, I want. Because I don't know if that's how it not works. Defam- I'm not defaming him. <laughs> I am speaking my opinion on him. And it's allowed. That's okay. it's, why Let's it's put that it's why disclaimer it's, in there. Thankfully, <laughs> don't, don't, there's don't enough places that allow no an, anti-slapsuit um or anti-slap laws. <laughs> but Greg Duset uh
0: He did a good he did a lot of good work during the Yeah,
2: so it's Greg underscore Doucette. I highly recommend checking him out. I've retweeted a lot, but his big thing this time, he has been cataloging every instance of police brutality in a thread that's well over 500 videos at this point since it started and he's been picked up by a lot of media outlets and a lot of other people there's a guy who created a google spreadsheet so you can document everything and where you can find that full videos at for the original but he is doing an amazing job he's a criminal justice lawyer in south carolina um oh sorry north carolina but he also, between the Vic Mignogna and the PLM movement, dealt with some white supremacist shit going on at UNC, <laughs> where they were taking down a statue, the Confederate statue, and UNC basically paid like $2 million to this group and acted like they only gave him 75000 or something. It's something crazy. I don't know the full thing right now, but oh my God, he's been like at the forefront of a lot of things online.
1: Yeah, you've been right, retweeting the hell of out of him.
2: Uh, I, I can't help it. He's just I was doing it big during the Vic Mignogna thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you were. <laughs> I love it.
2: Anything. Because I remember I sent Greg Doucette a tweet of me and Scott making a comment about Vic Mignogna. And Scott one day, because Greg <laughs> Doucette retweeted it, and Scott's mentions blow up for something we talked yeah. about in 2013. And Scott was like, what's going on? What happened? <laughs> He's like, what happened? Why are these people coming after me? Why like all of a sudden nobody came after you? It was like nobody came after me. were on right. our side, did they?
0: No, no. No, it was I mean, I think there was one or two people who were like, you know. Yeah, but most shitty. of the people
2: were Most on of the people, most, most of the most
0: of them were on the side of uh, decency and
2: strange yeah, so.
1: times, strange I know. Strange times.
2: <laughs> but yeah, oh, so man. I highly recommend and people out there, it's going to get it's going to get to the point where you might feel annoyed, exhausted, but you have to get through it. Because think about what black people and other minorities are annoyed with and exhausted in their lives. Sometimes you got to deal with a little discomfort for the sake of others. Yep. Because they've been dealing with it for a long mm-hmm. time.
0: Yes, they have.
2: Oh, oh, and if you're a beer lover, coming out soon from a bunch of breweries all over the country is a beer that's collabed with Weathers Souls Brewing in San Antonio. They created something called Black is Beautiful and released the uh, recipe. Recipe. For any brewery that wants to do the cause and donate to something, whether it's the main fund that they're doing or to something local that's similar, so a lot of breweries have jumped on that. Keep an eye out in coming months. Drop. I'm going to be buying a four pack of every brewery in the area. That
1: we love beer, well,
2: right? But my that's, fridge is going to be black as beautiful.
0: That's less for the uh, that's less for the donation, more just you know because you're alcoholic.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't need to buy that specific beer. <laughs> different ways. <laughs> To be an alcoholic. <laughs> That's true. You're at, least you're, at least you're helping somebody. I, with your
1: I laugh <laughs> as I sit here drinking my white claw.
2: And I'm drinking a double citrus sorbet. Nice. it tastes like
1: Scott. It is. What are you drinking?
2: Iced coffee.
1: Iced coffee. You know what? Okay, so I will say this. Iced coffee. I recently invested in a uh iced coffee press. I don't I don't I don't know if it's called a, a French press or whatever it's called. But it's it's a- probably technically
2: a French press. Okay. Yeah.
1: It has been probably the best thing I've visited in <laughs> quite some time. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love making my own iced coffee. Well, hopefully,
2: you can invest in a webcam.
1: Uh, yeah, one. The, of o- days.
0: <laughs> the one that's uh, yeah. the one that's really good. Which I'll uh, jump in here. The one that I have. It's called the the har. It's made by Hario, which is a Japanese company that makes a lot of coffee oh, accessories. <laughs> And essentially it's just basically it's a glass bottle with a fi- with a very fine filter in there and you just fill is you fill it up with tonight? You fill it up with some coffee, you leave it in your fridge overnight and you have cold brew oh, coffee in the like so, like morning. That looks like
1: something that I
0: No, this is actually so when uh, it requires planning to do the Hario, so I probably do it like once a month. Um, but n- normally I wake up groggy, stumble downstairs, brew a cup, brew a pot of coffee, and then pour it over ice. Uh, and then if I have any left over, I pour the leftover coffee into ice cube trays for the next step. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's pro tip. Oh, I like that coffee ice cubes so that when they melt, you don't dilute your coffee. I spend like way too much time uh, thinking about coffee. Have I mentioned that uh, under quarantine?
1: Well, the thing is, is, like, when I used to uh, when I used to go into... I've been going
0: to work every
2: day. I'm
1: when, when I used to go into the city and to be safer work every day, I would take the metro and I'd always get my Starbucks. And I just, I haven't spent any Starbucks in, like, the past three months. And I was like, I well, really... Well, please don't anymore. Well, I really miss my iced coffee. So I really, yeah. I had to do something. And it was the best well, it Starbucks was. Starbucks thinks purchase.
2: their employees shouldn't wear stuff Yeah, we don't have to go
0: into that. Starbucks is always weird about that shit.
1: But they're the
0: pride
2: stuff. I that's why it. people were pissed. They're like, you yeah. can't yeah. say one's okay and not the other. Yeah, you can't they, say they, you can't you can't say we can
0: late. celebrate one group of one group of human beings that deserve rights and I mean, not another group of this human whole been beings. This country's been doing that for different.
2: hundreds of years. So anyway, too deep.
0: <laughs> anyway, speaking of
2: uh, where are we at? Oh wow, well, we're twenty minutes in. Are you going to talk about your car, or do you want me to talk about?
0: Oh boy, we're already twenty minutes in. What do we want to do? Why don't you talk about
2: K-pop?
1: Let's talk about K-pop. All right, K-pop, baby, K-pop.
2: So my favorite group yeah. is back, And the not just the single, but the entire album is such an amazing sound for them. Bop
1: after bop They've, after bop.
2: Yo, Firework my jam. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they came back with not just uh, a new look like all the K-pop groups, Even though the last last year had a more mature sound, this feels like the evolution of what they were looking for. Um, It reminds me of when uh, A-Pink moved up from that constant cutesy and other groups similar. And I feel like Twice is hitting that stride where they realize you can't just be cute and bubbly forever. Right? They'll probably still put out a song or two, but this album showed from start to finish that they have their new sound maturity, that they want to go with it, and I love it. I just got in all three versions of the album uh this week and i did an <laughs> unboxing on stream so maybe i'll put it up on youtube later uh i don't think i i don't think i had music playing while i was if i had music playing i know the stuff i was playing was cleared for twitch i don't know about youtube DCM.
1: Though, dc was it, is it dcm ca but what, <laughs> what is twitch yeah been i doing? pay
2: for this i pay for this program called pretzel rocks um i don't know if scott's heard about it but um i so they have it free too, but if you do it free, it posts in your chat every new song what's playing. So I paid the 5 bucks a month and 70% of the money goes to the artist. Um so I figured I did that and it's all cleared up on Twitch. But I don't I know they say there's also YouTube friendly. YouTube is even stricter than Twitch is. So some people say their music's okay on a streaming platform because people are talking and other people are like, "Yeah, but we don't want it on a YouTube video where nobody's talking or doing it. It's weird. I got to make sure. I think I turned it off for that segment, but I can't remember. But I might have left it on because sometimes I hate talking.
1: <laughs> One thing I will say about the new Twice album is I've actually um, been trying to go out and walk and run a little bit more. And their entire album has been on my running playlist. Nice. Like, it's just such a great paced album. You know, you're running and it, and it gets you pumped up and you want to listen yeah. to it. It's so catchy and... I find myself like horribly singing in Korean <laughs> as I'm running down this trail, scaring all these people. You know, trying to walk their dogs. <laughs> it's 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 a really really good album. And usually yeah. with Twice, it's either a hit or a miss for me.
0: I will also, add, you know, in as you stated before, your white ass DC suburb.
1: Right. Exactly. They probably
0: don't hear white ladies sing Korean music very often.
1: Well, you know, and that's kind of funny because I recently discovered that there was a new H Mart um, that recently opened up here and I went there the other day and it is fantastic. I absolutely love H Mart because the produce is so fresh. <laughs> and they've got. Those
2: were the places to go oh, when yeah. everybody was first locked down because everybody was scared of the Asian and the country. If you went to H Mart, there was nobody there.
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is I recently got my husband into. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's a, a K Beauty product called Mamond. Okay. And he's been kind of leaked products. And they have the H Mart where I live. They have kind of like this indoor um, K-Beauty store. So I went there and I got them some face wash and i telling you, I mean, those k products, they're on another the level.
2: They are. They there sell is. like a kind of like blind monthly boxes. Scott, of... Scott's like, face you know, is Japan like, face and
1: what? And <laughs> have you tried any K-Beauty products, Scott? I
0: have not tried any K-Beauty
1: products. You need to get on that.
0: I know I know that a lot of Asian countries value very high. None it seems, like Korea. It seems weird. None like Korea. I think, yeah, Korea is number one. Japan is up there. A lot of Chinese um, tourists just travel to Japan, come back with sacks full of beauty products because they... I thought you were sacks No, I didn't say that. I was like,
2: hey, what? Hey, we've got some anime crap to we talk do. about. We do. We
1: have anime crap to talk crap about.
2: Crap is a good term.
0: Uh, well, but first, we'll take, we had to talk about our requisite video games. We have to, this is, maybe, I don't know, we could, uh, think about just dumping the anime shit and just talk about our lives for an entire podcast. I think nope. we'll, probably, we'll probably be able to we fill it out. We're but, only,
2: we're only at like, what,
1: 12 minutes, 25 minutes? Only oh yeah, at like an
0: hour and a 30. But, Nitro, you, uh, you played a video game that you play. You also talked about back when you we first started this stupid show.
2: Yeah, so I uh, played Saints Row the Third Remastered stream. So I originally had for the birthday stream. Um, I originally had a plan to play on Saturday. It was a game while people who wanted to play some online game weren't around yet. I was like, I'm gonna play this single player game. I played it before. I'll throw it on casual and just BS with the chat because I don't have to pay attention. I know what I'm doing, and it's really hard to die on casual. So Saturday. I start stream and the game is constantly stuttering and hitching, not just video, audio, just constantly cutting out, cutting out I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I just started stream. I don't need it. I'm going through all these tips and tricks. I'll do this, do this, do this. And then it's like, oh, you're going to have to reinstall the game. So, all right, I'm done for today because I can't spend the whole stream reinstalling the game. So I moved on Sunday. I spent fighting with it and fighting with it. Like, I don't know what to do. So finally, I uninstalled the game, reinstalled it. Monday morning, I was like, let's give it one more shot. Did all the little tricks again, rebooted the PC, and it worked. And I'm like, I don't know what fixed it. I don't. But it started working. Saints Row 3 Remastered is kind of funny because it definitely looks better in a lot of ways, especially in terms of, like, reflections and how much more vibrant some things are. But some things haven't been upgraded as much. Almost get this cartoonish clay, like, a... Like the like know.
0: like it's like your your video card didn't render the texture properly.
2: Yes. And I tried to use freckles on my character, and they showed up as this weird bright orange blotches all over. Yeah, that was weird. so. There's definitely some issues. Um, so yeah, you can tell there's some things where like colors were off. I would pick a purple, and it would look more pink. There's definitely some things they need to fix. Um, but I don't think Volition, the original creators, did the remaster. I think another one they did. I can't. Yeah, they typically. Themselves.
0: I mean, they typically outsource so, the masters out.
2: Um, but overall, it's really good. The faces look a lot different, though. It was kind of throwing me off at first. Um But the funny thing about the game came from <laughs> uh, when I was creating the character, I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to just play Laura Bailey's voice again because she's so amazing in the game playing uh, your character. And Shannon's like, do the zombie <laughs> voice. I'm a batting. I'm like, I want to do the zombie voice. And I kept hovering over it and I kept laughing. I was like, fine. So I decided in my head, I didn't say on stream at that point. Later on, I would say when it turned off. I was like, okay, we're gonna do this until Sublime. What I got comes up. because the these characters sing along with the song, and I wanted to hear how it sounded with the zombies singing the song. But it was just funny in the cutscenes and other scenes, the zombies talking, and it just says grunts, groans, garbles <laughs> as your subtitles. I was expecting to still see the normal subtitles, but no, it's like. <laughs> I
1: was I was in literal tears.
2: I had Are to stop playing a couple tears. times and pause because I was dying. It was just like, what is going on? Are you having a stroke right now? What's oh, it is <laughs> hilarious. Like It's literally like, the it's like, the character makes it, one of the characters makes a joke and it's like, alright. It was, it was
1: pretty I funny. I
2: the able to supply what I got. And it's like, rah, 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 rah. It's like, stop. And then I finally found the plot uh, and started to chase the voice back, but it was funny. I couldn't do the whole game like no, that. No,
1: I don't see anybody being able to get through the whole game like
2: that. Oh, but it was I, yeah. Yeah, I, La- I was
1: crying. I was, I was laughing pretty hard.
2: I wouldn't have done that if it was my first time playing, but playing through it enough, I kind of know what the jokes are going to hit. So, But, yeah, it was really good. It was really funny. So that's what I played outside of Slime 2. Anybody want to hear? Did you – I mean,
0: is, is the remaster actually worth it? I mean, you liked, you liked that game a lot.
2: So I I had from the winter sale from – Epic Game Store, I had a $10 coupon. Oh, no, yeah. I got one at the start of the sale, at the summer sale, and or spring sale, whatever it was. And I was like, eh, it was $40 normally, I paid $30. i am a big fan, I was like, fine, I'll check it out. Um, due to the troubles of trying to get this thing to work, and I heard PS4 has the same problems, I would say if you're on Xbox, it's worth it, because they're not having the same issues. But if you're on PC or PS4, wait for a couple patches and make sure it won't affect your computer. Because the biggest ones it affects are anything with it. Oh, wow. AMD is not having the same problems. They're having some, but not like NVIDIA. Because a lot of the changes I had to make were NVIDIA control panels. It's typically the... Yeah, I know. I don't know what this company remastered it did. Maybe there's AMD.
0: Simp. What, what does it even mean? I hate that I word. What does simp mean in that context?
2: I was just the word out there. Bullshit. <laughs> Months. I know. All that's right. such a great term that's taken off right now. Yeah, but it's not like
0: you can't just throw it out there for anything.
1: Alright, so. Definitely <laughs>
0: <laughs> It worked. It worked. Shannon, you've been playing some I uh, have. So Elder Scrolls Online?
1: Well, I've been playing some ESO Elder Scrolls Online for well, honestly, so it came out. Um and one of the things is I, I really I always I, I find myself being an Elder Scrolls fan. So I I only got into it uh, when Oblivion came out. And prior to that, I really didn't play a whole lot of that type of game. Um, I was into kind of like the side screen kind of stuff. But I think for me, Elder Scrolls Online is probably my favorite part of the whole Elder Scrolls series. I liked Oblivion, I liked Skyrim, but Elder Scrolls Online has felt... So much more immersive. Um, and I always see people like, well, you know, I want to Skyrim, in, Morrowind. but you you still have that opportunity to play like this games in Elder Scrolls Online. You don't necessarily need somebody to play with the entire time. Um, and they have so many different expansions. You know, you can go and travel so many different parts of Tamriel. Um, and it's just like playing like an Elder Scrolls game. Um, would I like to have another Elder Scroll, would I like to have Elder Scroll 6? Of course I would, but I'm totally good with having Elder Scroll online. Um, so that's kind of what I've been mostly playing. Um, they recently came out with another expansion card that I haven't quite picked up yet. I'm still kind of going, doing random quests. But the other thing is, is (laughs) ironically, I don't know if it's ironically, but my husband today, just got an Oculus VR headset, so currently he is out in our kitchen area with a headset on and his headphones, flailing his arms about, playing God knows That's what. Nice. <laughs> so he hasn't let me. He hasn't let me try it yet. So I'm kind of interested. Like I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Um,
2: Can I recommend a game for you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Go for it.
2: VR Conojo. Is
1: that like? A, is that an adult sim? Is that like a
2: uh, If you buy it on Steam, said. if you buy it on Steam, it doesn't include the adult content. You have to download that. See,
1: he's not. My husband is not into that stuff. So, Scott, what? to give you some type of background on my husband. He's actually a former professional Counter-Strike player. He was on a uh, yeah. <laughs> he was on a team called um
2: Something GG. No,
1: it's is Team Pandemic, I think it was. <laughs> Oh, God. Something like Thank that. God, that I mean, aged poorly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and he was, so back in, I think, 2007, 2008, HD TV called, oh, my God, Championship Gaming. I you think that was the name of it? It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Sounds so he familiar. was actually part of the Carolina core and he was on their Counter-Strike. So there, there is video out there of my husband on this, you know, Stage with a crowd and TV production, and you know just this big hoopla um, of him playing Counter Strike. And he he actually might have been a man. <laughs> he ended up buying a motorcycle at point and he crashed it a couple times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't buy I don't a motorcycle. Right. I have a like, klutz. I would.
1: <laughs> but he's you know he's still really big into gaming. He still plays um, Counter Strike every so often. I don't know what kind of games he do now, but he's been all about trying to get an Oculus lately. And like I said, he just got it today. So he currently can with all that and I want to play it. I want to see what it looks like. Um, but I'm mostly interested in, um, not necessarily the game portion of it, but I guess there are like documentaries of, you know, that you can watch like virtual reality yeah. immersive document you can watch on it. Um, and there's one that I did, um, called the ISS Experience, the International Space Station Experience, and it's kind of a production between NASA and I believe Time Magazine and some 3D company. I I can't remember my head, but currently on the International Space Station, there is a um, kind of a VR camera and the astronauts are kind of, and they're giving an actual tour of the space station. So you put your headphones on, and you put the Oculus you're there. You're floating in the space station. You get this amazing kind of visual, and you get this amazing, um, like, the hum of the space station. And you have the astronauts kind of flying by you and telling you the different parts of, you know, the space station. And it was probably the most amazing thing that I've ever seen in my life. And I actually, when I did that, when I tried this experience, I was able to ask an actual former astronaut on the ISS, so, so how, how legit is, is this real? Like, it, the sound is legit? Like, the humming of the space station? And he said, yeah. He's like, when I put on this headset, it was like I was back on the space station. So those are the kind of experiences that I would like to to have on the Oculus. Not necessarily the gaming stuff. But like, VR content. <laughs> but, like, the really cool, like, interactive type experience.
2: Oh. So, that's kind of why I tell people about VR Joe, because it kind of is not really like, as much as an interactive. I'm going to tell you right now, VR Conojo, regardless of the adult content that comes towards the end of the game, when the girl is first coming in, like, you're there to help her study, coming and into, is yeah. moving around the room and getting in your face, like, I in, would be like... In your face.
0: In your face. She
2: would <laughs> No, but I'm saying, like, she would, like, lean down to talk to you, and I'd be like, what the fuck? Because... Even though you can tell she's not real, it's still because you're just involved in the VR. You back up. Like there's so many times in that game where I was like, "God, this shit is just throw me off." It's so awesome. And I tell people, I'm like, "You don't have to have the adult content of that game. I don't recommend it on full price without the adult content. But if it's on <laughs> sale, I'd." <do> it. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a that's definitely a classic
2: nitro recommendation. It is. It
1: is such, such a nitro recommendation. I, I mean,
2: it's a cool way to experience VR where you're just like, wow, I didn't expect, feel this immersive." I'll
1: stick with my space It's so the first thing
2: I played. First thing I played, I was like, yo, I'm playing VR comedy because I love Illusion Games. We won't discuss their games, but I love Illusion
1: Games. Scott, what have you been playing? I so, Illusion
2: Games, people. Before people play I like, certain games of theirs, I don't, I don't.
1: Scott, are you playing or. anything?
0: I am pl- well, I just finished, uh, I just finished New Doom. Uh, New Doom's pretty good I don't know I think uh, I don't know if either of you have played New Doom
2: I haven't played either
0: Yeah, so like the um, the, you know, they rebooted Doom and nobody, there was zero people who was excited for the reboot of Doom I think, and it surprised everybody uh, just because it was it was very good and uh, kind of of a quality that uh, its software hasn't produced in a very long time uh, so when it came out it was was praised very heavily. It took me a very long time to play it uh, when I finally upgraded my computer late last year i did I jumped into it and played it and I enjoyed it very much and then you know new doom came out March uh, it's not called new doom it's called doom eternal and um it was pretty much kind of more of the same they they threw in some some different interesting interesting aspects to it, like you can now shoot certain sections of the monsters and have them uh, have them be affected like in different ways. You know, like you can you can blow off a arm cannon of the the mancubus and blow off the turret of the spider monsters, and that that was a little interesting. But um, it, it it very much feels closer to like oh, we were successful. In doing this thing, so let's just do it. Which is the worst kind of the worst kind of sequel. Um, although, like the original, it has a lot of nods to original Doom, which which is a plus. Um, talking
2: about oh, this thing was successful dude, again. Yeah, is almost that was what uh, Saints Row was mixed with.
0: Yeah, no, I've never heard anything good about Saints Row before, even from so, you.
2: Saints Row, no, I'm saying Saints Row Three yeah. was like uh, the evolution. It's not. 2 started taking itself not so seriously, and 3 was like, yo, we're just going to have fun with this. 4 was this game where they had created powers in 3, but they were limited due to technology. Mm-hmm. And 4 was like, yo, we're going to make the best superhero game you've ever played. And it kind of was. It Um ridiculous. <laughs> but they were all mini-missions. It was all mini-missions, all the games. Thrown in. It got kind of boring, repetitive. But that's the thing. Hey, they were originally going to make an expansion pack, but they're like, yo, we can make this into a full game <laughs> and
0: sell it for more. It's a being, <laughs> being bitten by your, like by your success, right? Yeah. I have yeah, actually I'm, never
1: so played you know, a Doom
0: sh- game. They couldn't do it
2: like How was that possible?
1: I know, I know, I'm, I know. I know. It's, it's tragic. The, Doom
2: the, 2 is what made me friends with uh, my friends Will and Dre. Really? You guys
0: played Doom 2 online? So, that's how you met?
2: Well, so Will and I met and hung out a little bit in summer school. And he's like, yo, I got Doom 2 and we're playing with some friends online. So I went over and that's how we all started hanging out. Uh, that I had a computer and I got Doom. So we need to start. God, you're old, man.
1: We are all we. Are, uh, Mike and I. I just hit 41. We are old. we because I mean,
0: Doom and Doom Two were not contemporary games for me. I was, uh,
2: dude. If this keeps going, it's going to be obituaries in review. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's.
1: Obituaries. <laughs> 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 Scott's going to be the only one left.
0: I know he's the youngest. Yeah, that's gonna be a sad show.
2: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'll be first, so don't worry.
0: I wanted to like that new Doom more. Uh, it could also be that you know that first Doom came out 2016, but I didn't play it until
2: January, and then I have you heard the right story after. of Gremlins too? Speaking of something where they're like, "Yo, this made money, let's go make a sequel." Uh,
1: like Gremlins, as in like Goblin yeah. looking. Well, they did
0: things. They started without a script, right? No. Isn't that the whole thing?
2: No, no so. Gremlins 1 finished, and there's no reason. But Warner yeah. Brothers was like, I was just reading the oral history the other day. And they went to the director and they're like, we want you to do Gremlins 2. And he, they tried. They were like, we have nothing. I'm not. We're not doing it. So Warner Brothers, like two years later, was like, we need Gremlins 2. We will let you do anything you want. Oh, no. And that's how you got Gremlins 2. But it turned into, like, this amazingly hilarious spoof of so many things. It spoofs New York City, Trump. It spoofs, like, movies at the time. Like, it was just crazy, and it's an amazing film to watch. That only gets better as it gets older, because you're like, I can't believe they made this movie. And then you find out that they were just given free reign because Warner Brothers wanted more money, and they didn't care what they did with it. It's yeah,
0: because like the first Gremlins is a fairly like it's it's a fairly serious
2: movie. Yeah, it's it jumps between, but it's just a horror yeah, film. It's a B, some, yeah, it's a B horror movie.
0: But then like, that the knows sequence. it has
2: to have some comedic beats, which it does But Gremlins two is straight comedy.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous.
2: Uh, I, I watched it at Halloween last year because I was like, you know what? I haven't watched it in a while, but I bought it for like five bucks on Amazon Video. Gibrillants 2, let's cool. throw it in. And I just laughed my ass off because I hadn't seen it in years. But actually, probably
0: an interesting interesting thing to do. It's just like sequels sequels that didn't need to exist. Do, a whole and do they uh, work
2: or not? Like, but I'm did I'm they work most, or not? Yeah. Most probably don't. I yeah. mean, look at Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 didn't either exist. I didn't even realize but there was an Evil. Evil Dead came out, and yeah. it was this movie. I know what
0: Evil Dead is, of course.
2: Ended in a cop cabin, but it was cheesy. Evil Dead 2 is the same damn movie remade with updated effects, and then it jumps into Army of Darkness, because it actually leads into Army of Darkness. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, I think that's where my confusion is. Because I knew okay. I know Army of Darkness is like the, the
2: supposedly the best. Oh yeah. I've, Army seen, I've seen Army of nice. Darkness. Army of Darkness is one of the best movies ever made. I couldn't date somebody who hadn't seen Army of Darkness.
1: I've never seen it. Swear
2: not. <laughs> As I keep as I keep talking to girls. <laughs> oh boy. Kidding. Oh no.
1: I
0: All right, have to well, let's It's gonna be thirty five seconds long. <laughs>
2: anyway,
0: in conclusion. <laughs> uh, should you play Doom Eternal? Yeah, probably, but don't uh, I don't know. It's it's more it's more of the same. And I think Wait a that's minute, probably, why you gotta uh, edit that out? They're illegal? <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's why uh, that's why I, wasn't so play, I was so I play Doom Eternal.
1: Play Outer Scrolls Online.
0: Don't play I whatever disagree. bullshit Mike
2: likes. Yeah, it's I disagree so on Elder the the Scrolls
0: online. I haven't lie. played You're Elder Scrolls
2: Online.
1: simulating, anime.
2: What, play VR Conojo. That. Don't do, do
1: that. Don't do that. Do it.
2: V, uh, VR Conojo's summer vacation's coming soon. Can I what? touch a
1: virtual boobie? Yes. Woo!
2: You won't feel it, but you'll, you'll, it'll show on screen. <laughs> Mike, how many... And you uh, can kiss him.
1: how many
0: weird dating sims do you have that you've never played
1: he has a lot I'm telling you as his his best friend I can tell you that he has so many so many and every time we go to every year we go to Otakon what's that booth that you go to? Manga Gamer? Manga Gamer gamer. we go to Manga Gamer? My
2: Boys right there Manga Gamer right there please don't I mean I forgot nobody can see that we're not doing video anymore
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: this is why we're not anyway. publishing the video well, What Shannon's I know one the, day uh, we will you know what streaming.
1: send me a link okay send me a link to a good webcam bro okay I've
2: had this phone hold on I've had this phone since mid-March and I didn't know there was a plastic <laughs> oh my
1: god send me a link to a good web camera that has a good sized USB cable and uh, I will I get it none of them I will get good it size. how That's long
0: do you have to run the USB cable
1: um Kind of long. My my PC okay. tower is on the floor, and my I have like bleh, three um thing three screens. I got my Cintiq, and but one I use for work.
2: So at best, buy a small USB extension. Anything over, I think it's twenty five feet. You have to get an extender. But oh, 20 feet, I definitely I can't no. Remember.
1: See the one that the, the webcam that I have now is maybe a foot and a half. Oh so no, it's mine really right now is thing.
2: about mine right now is about. Probably five. Okay.
1: See, but the thing is, is I don't know if I want to watch watching. That's creepy.
2: What? You used to be a PMS gamer. What? Wow, a
1: long time ago.
2: People were watching you then. <laughs> a long time ago. I don't know what that means happening.
1: In another life. Um, so it's, anyway, we're, we're
0: actually talking about some cartoons. Yeah, now,
1: let's know. talk about some anime because this is with review.
0: Yeah, this is, is cool. what we've talked about everything except, except anime, anime for the last 50 minutes. I know. Uh, but I think that we mascot? don't. We might. We, none of us watch too much of this show, so I don't know how much we have to now.
1: There's um, you know, with everything kind of being the way it is, it's kind of been hard to kind of keep up with well, anime well, and kind of, of focus
0: on something. Right. Something well, that that and, you? you know,
1: a lot of anime in Japan has been kind of postponed because well, so um, like one of the series that I watch on Funimation called Millionaire Detective. It, they only like they came out with like two episodes of it. And then it got postponed to COVID nineteen, and just today they they I guess Funimation announced that um, episode is going to get ready to come out. So things yeah, the, the a
0: lot of the studios are starting to come back. Right, now.
1: right, right. So it's been kind of hard to to kind of keep up.
0: Uh, but let's see. So Toilet Bound Hanako, where this is, it's a story about this school, and uh, of course it's an anime. So it's a story about a school. And this. School is famous for having these seven mysteries, seven supernatural mysteries around it. And uh, we follow Nene uh, Yashiro, who is a first-year student and who's, uh, who wishes for a boyfriend and learns about the Hanako-san of the toilet, who is supposedly a girl who haunts this seldom-used bathroom. And so she goes... Summons Hanako, who is in fact not a girl, but a uh, you know middle school aged boy, and then uh, through through a weird turn of events becomes attached to him. Then they have supernatural adventures. So Shannon, this watching this show was uh, your idea, right? So why don't you start? Uh, what did you What did you think of uh, Toilet Bound Hanako? Well,
1: the first. The main reason why I wanted to watch it was because, you know, Japan has a lot of really cool folklore. Um, and one that I've always been kind of fascinated with is Hanako. And and you know, the anime is kind of based off of urban legend. Um, of you know, a girl is murdered by a stranger in a bathroom at a school and, you know, people get to summon her. And I think from from my understanding, it kind of dates back, like the whole, the whole idea of Hanako dates back, you know, after War II. And so I thought, you know, this is really cute. Kind of, well, it's not cute. Like the idea of, you know, a little girl being murdered is not cute, but like the whole idea of, of, of making an anime off of this and making Hanukkah Boy was kind of cute. Um, so I started watching it, and the first thing that kind of got me was the animation. Now, the one thing that I really liked about the animation of the series, it kind of has like the, like the thick outlines of character. I really like the art style. And it kind of like, it looks
0: like it actually looks like demons.
1: It, well, it kind of remind me of Slayers, like the old Slayer style. It had, you know, some some parts of like the character's faces, like the outlines were slim and they got thicker in areas. Um, and I've always really enjoyed that kind of art style. I don't know old and I watched a lot of 90s anime, but I really thought, you know, Toilet Bound Hanako would was really cute it's not my typical style of anime now back when i was in high school I was really into you know the shoujo type of anime the love stories which i feel like Hanako kind of falls into um these days i'm more in the shonen senen type anime jojo and my hero academia and haikyuu but it, i don't know i just i thought it was really cute i've only gotten into um two episodes and I know, I know that's not a whole lot to kind of judge the series. on, But I think it's cute. I, I'm and I'm really interested in continuing. Um, I know so, you guys have different thoughts on that, though. Well, well
2: no, no, my
0: my you, thoughts are very similar. Like it's you. It well, you is,
2: liked it after two episodes, and I was like, "Yo, I don't <laughs> know if I want to keep going." <laughs>
0: well, I was. I'm saying I don't. I'm probably not going to keep going. But I don't. It's. I don't think there's anything wrong with the show. I just don't think it's doing anything particularly new or interesting. It's just kind of it's remixing. Yeah, it's remixing some old tropes and some old stories. I mean, it's throwing. It is you know it's it's kind of rooted in some Japanese folklore, but it's it throws in a lot of Western folklore too. Um, How so? But it really does feel like some you know they're they're mixing they're mixing up a bunch of tropes and they're throwing it in a in a different way. So I think the art style art style's mimicking Demon Slayer. Uh like I got a huge like huge Demon Slayer vibe. See, yeah, I
1: didn't get that. Um, at all. Just
0: really. See,
2: I thought I thought um I can't remember what's the main character. Uh, Nana. Nanako. Nana. So I thought her, her character model looked more maybe. like a panty and stocking model yes. than anything else. Yes. Like everybody else that, that's
1: a good comparison. everybody
2: else didn't look the same, but they made sure that you know that The main character looks different than everybody else in this show, yes. That's she stands true. out as her radish legs, I think they yes.
1: call them, or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: um, but now I love the art style, I thought the art style overall was great, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna love this. Except, I don't like Hanako's eyes, I can't tell where he's looking half the time. <laughs> that's true. That was annoying. Because the shit out yokai, of me, I was like, Is he looking he's at he's her? Or up? But I'm like, Why are you what? But they put the dot at the top, so it looks like he's always looking up, and it's driving me crazy. Um, like like he's out of it. Like it, it was throwing me off. Um, but I do like the art style. I love the character designs, the monster designs. I thought everything looked great. There is just something in this show that always is just missing for me. Like yeah. I was like, you guys are always right on the cusp of making a good joke, a good story, and it's just they don't grab it until episode four. I think I made it the furthest. And the end of episode four was so well done and hit hit me, but at the same time, I was like, but I don't want to watch more episodes anymore because I don't know if you'll hit this mark now that you finally did it after four episodes. So, at this point, I've dropped it. Um I thought I was going to love this show. It looked like it was going to be... F- I think one of the promises I thought it was going to be funnier, and the humor they have is kind of more like, ha-ha, not ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> like a good way to say it. Like, I'm not laughing out loud. I'm chuckling, and that's about as far as it goes. But then the darkness, like the dark parts... And so fast sometime where it's like, oh, it's about to get creepy. Nope, just kidding. We ended it and we're back to being lighthearted. It's like, they don't have a good balance in this show. From it's also, it's also kind well. of a
0: weird darkness too, where it's more kind of awkward or creepy darkness instead of like, scary darkness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, ha ha, I like murdered the, um, somebody with a knife. Oh, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little awkward. I and did that, like that if I don't, um, this is going to be a spoiler, that the um, the tales have to live up to the root. Right. I really like that part and how they're like, hey, this is how you can turn them around by changing how it spreads and change the people talk about it differently. I, I like that part. But end of episode four, I was like, you finally hit something. But I was like, do I want to sit through another eight episodes and I just couldn't do it? The first three had already dragged me down to that point where I was just like, I don't.
0: Yeah, no, def- definitely, de- definitely agree. Uh...
2: I can understand why people like it. But I can also understand somebody's like, that was one of the worst things I ever watched. Because I was right in the middle of, like, there's just something not grabbing me either way. To hate it or love it, I was just kind of nonchalant and not caring enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... I
2: I I was indifferent. That's the best way to put it.
0: I feel like this is somebody's favorite anime, but also... The, it's it's you know the closer this is to the first anime that you've ever seen, it's the more likely it is to be your favorite anime. So
2: I was watching, I was reading a lot of reviews on Anime Planet that were high, and I'm like, damn, a lot of people really like this. What am I missing?
0: Yeah, but again, like uh, like and I don't like. We really, I will reiterate. It is like the production's high quality. The writing's pretty good. That I mean, there's good jokes. It's just something about the combination of the way that they do the story and they present it. It just feels very samezy to things that I've seen before, See, or it just as kind of somebody bores who me, reads it's... a lot
2: of young adult fiction, I'm used to samezy, so that doesn't even bother yeah. me at this point. So I'm used <laughs> to that shit because all of it's like, hey, here's another strong-willed girl that's going to get the guy in the end and save the world. So,
0: but you know, like it's so you know, episode two they introduce the the blonde the blonde-haired dumb character, which is now a trope in modern shonen. You know, again, yeah. demon slayer had blonde-haired dumb character. Who is like has secret magical abilities that are that are super effective, oh, but doesn't so know how to execute annoying. on them? Oh, he is extraordinarily annoying. Like, but
2: he is funny in episode
0: one. No, I'm, he's I, you annoying. Know, he, <laughs> no, you
2: haven't watched three and four.
1: Oh, no, no, I'm talking about Demon Slayer.
2: Oh, right, in
0: Demon Slayer, he's annoying, and this oh, one just reminded me enough of the Demon Slayer characters. Like, you, I know your trope. You, you, you are pulling from that same trope. Oh, I've never
2: seen Demon Slayer,
0: and I and. Mike, you can tell me if I'm right or not, but I bet you he has secret magical powers. They're gonna they're gonna be more than he expects. Am I right?
2: Well, yeah, because in episode three, Hanako basically tells him like you're gonna be amazing one day, but it's not right now.
0: Yeah, and that's the same the same type of character from Demon Slayer, the, the dumb character who has secret secret powers that not even he is aware of, and it's just again like all everything in this show I have seen done yeah. before. It's like putting I just him in, looked
2: in. At- Demon Slayer, yeah. and I had that on my two watch list once, and then I realized it was Shonen and removed that shit. Oh, you know, I Demon think Slayer. you sh- Demon Demon should give it a good. shot.
1: You honestly, I can't. No,
2: only one Shonen show at a time. And reincarnated as a slime is that my that's my show. That is show. not a Shonen show.
1: You should yes, really I mean. give Demon Slayer a shot. No, nope. no, nope. it, to me, you know, the production quality is astounding. It's, it's very there good. are some issues that I have with it as far as story and you know whatever it is. But the you really, honestly, character. you really should give it a shot. But like, yeah, I understand what you're. I understand I what, you're, shot I understand what shot. you're saying, <laughs> Scott. Like it's you know, Zaynzu is is the demon slayer character that you're referring right. to it's the dumb, crazy blonde. Um, I, I I get that. I personally, you know, even though I'm only two episodes in with Hanako, I'm going to continue mm-hmm. it. I, I plan on doing it.
0: Yeah, that's and that's fair. And uh, and I know you know uh, my girlfriend. Watched it and she she very much enjoyed it. Uh, and I don't like. If someone told me they enjoyed it. I'm not. I'm not shocked. I just like. I mean, I, I, it's a weird place to be in because typically I either. I mean, I have a strong opinion on most things I watch, and I don't have a strong opinion on this. And I think that's one of the reasons why I find it a difficult to talk about and b kind of. I don't want to go on with it because there's nothing. It's kind of it's so milk toast. I can't I can't summon enough <laughs> to care right. about what happens next. Uh, and I don't know. I feel and I you know I, I, even saying that now, like I feel that opi- I feel like that opinion is 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 not fair because it's again it, crafted. It. I just it's just I'm glad we're in the same place, Mike. Too because it's like something yeah. is missing, and I don't qu- I can't quite put my finger on it because I, I just kept I feel like I it should like... be good. I feel like I should like. It
2: same i was like this is what i like in anime i like a cult i like humor but i can't tell you what it's missing it's just not hitting the note it's yeah. just like it's like it's supposed to be a sharp and it's hitting a flat yeah
0: I, I i definitely definitely i'm there with you and I, I feel like maybe that it's it is like it was kind of one of those maybe designed by committee shows or, or, or mangas where it's just like i am gonna create something that's gonna be popular and So even here
2: a previous manga though yeah it was a manga Okay.
1: I didn't know that.
2: So, I I never know anymore because I'm like, was this a manga or was it just a light novel? (laughs) Yeah, it's actually
0: even out in English. And then the mangaka, I think this is the first thing. It has 14 volumes. It's a shonen. There's only seven mysteries. How are there 14 volumes? I guess they must move on to other things. It has been
2: serialized since 2000. Wow. But you got to remember, it's been out. Those serialized are like just chapters. volume, And then they don't put out another one. Right. Oh, it's been a long time since I collected big books from Tower Records back in the day when they used to sell Japanese manga.
1: Right, like these huge yeah, like Shonen Jump that comes book. out every week. Yeah,
2: that well, was yeah, the size I mean, of our old phone books back in the day.
0: I mean, it's 13 Taco Bones. I mean, I, I know they get through all seven mysteries in the anime. That's seems... Uh, it seems maybe like a lot. It problem. seems like that seems like a lot of padding. If, if they must move on to something, I mean, I'm looking at the. So I'm basically only on the Wikipedia. Balls, seven in and the industry, anime. So. Maybe
2: that's my problem. They're rushing. Could be. That might be it because I feel like everything's like, oh, it's this, and then boom, done. Because it was like that with the ones who are stealing all the stuff. Ended. Yeah, and that might be my problem. Like that might be why I like episodes three and four because even, it extends across two episodes instead of being like halfway through the episode. It's like oh here's your problem, oh, it's fixed. And he's
1: like, what? What do you even, you...
0: even the... I feel like the first episode could have been probably... That could be stretched into, the, like, a couple chapters. Like, cause, so the, the story of the first episode is that, you know, she wants a Hanako to help her get a boyfriend. Yeah. But then Hanako ends up kind of tricking... Or, well, I mean, through through a comedy of errors, she ends up consuming the scale of a mermaid, as now cursed. And so he, she she is bound to Hanako until she can get uncurred. But... Like the, the the events in that first episode moved so fast, it was just like you well, know. The
2: second episode moved fast. The second
0: people. episode moved fast too, but but just like a lot of screaming, like oh no, you got you, you're cursed now by a mermaid. It's like okay, but you didn't establish that there are mermaids. You didn't establish there the are other was, things other than ghosts that are but haunting. The fight with the mermaid was
2: also really super fast and just kind of ended. was all the it even thing. really a fight with the mermaid. No, it's just, that's my problem man, is that yeah. the resolutions. Aren't drawn out
1: enough. See, I think yeah. you guys are on your own page. I I really enjoyed it. I didn't think the pace was too crazy, um, but at the same time, you know, do you wonder because we we're able to watch it episode from back to, back to back to back to back? You know, when it originally aired in Japan. You know what was the time between each episode? You know what I mean. A week,
2: but I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would have. No, I no, think I, I did sit down and watch the three one one I watched all in one so. I'll tell you right now, if I had to uh, wait a week between episodes, I probably would have dropped it two. Well, y'all are?
1: Wack. I can tell you right now, you whack. I love. No, I'm go. just saying. I love it. If
2: that. I have hold on, if I got finished with episode two, where I was like, I don't know about this. And it said you got to wait for another week. I would be like, all right, what am I going to watch instead? <laughs>
0: also, it could it, this could be one example of something that is just because I, 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 like, I don't like I don't like like saying like things are could should are gendered. but uh, and I definitely like a lot of um, uh, shoujo manga and, anima, and anime. But this might be just something that's so diverse of among gendered for for some some nebulous reason. Because again, my girlfriend watched the whole thing in like in like three days. Uh, and Shannon is like it, but both of us feel like there's something missing. So.
2: Yeah, but I tend to like stuff.
1: More
0: Same, than I do stuff. too. So my favorite so, anime is, is. I like is anime the one thing is, that is, I really so so general, like so.
1: is the tension between Hanako and Nene. I I I, agree I, love, I like that I part. loved <laughs> that tension, and I can't wait for that.
2: So I would say that's the part where I liked. My problem was with the occult cases were not. Were just being rushed through. Mm-hmm. I yeah. felt like there wasn't a good balance between the two. Like a lot, was, of
0: the, a lot of the occult stuff was played was just like a series of jokes rather than
2: something that I you know, feel was that was more background. Though I feel yeah.
1: that was more background
2: of which I don't want though. I want I want a good balance between the occult and those two, which is why I like three and four. But I can't trust it to keep that off. Right. I just was like, never I'll move. On. I have two. There's too much anime in my backlog. To sit on a show where I'm unsure. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So I think I think this is definitely probably a, something that... Like if, I guess if anything... If any of the the aspects of it have interested you, you definitely should try it and see what you think yourself. Yeah, I, I'm
2: not going yeah. to say it's bad. Yeah. I'm no. not going to say it's good. It wasn't what I was looking for is the best way to say it without, like, shitting on the show. It wasn't what I expected. But, like, Shannon loved it. Scott's sitting around the same with me, but... It's not a show where I'll tell people stay away from. I'll be like, you gotta judge this one for yourself.
1: Right. I agree. There's shows where I'll
2: be like there's shows where I'll be like, yo, you shouldn't watch that. Or there's shows you gotta watch this. This is one where I'm like, gotta make up your own mind on this one can't influence you. (laughs) This is not a love it or hate it. You're either going to love it or I think being different is the best. Yeah, because
0: there's, there's nothing. If you wrong hate with it. this
2: show, I don't know what you're hating. You don't like anime, I think, if you hate this show. I could I say, if you hate this show, I question how you consider disliking because you went to an extreme instead of maybe, oh, I didn't really like this. There's nothing here to really hate him
0: uh yeah okay i think that's a good that's probably a good summation uh shannon would you, i'm excited to see to hear your thoughts if you do continue maybe after like six or seven episodes right, you can right, tell right. us if it, you know if you're still 100 percent on board because it's uh i think this is kind of an interesting example of uh of something that just might be, well, might be hitting with well the reason why
1: the reason things. why i didn't like why i haven't gotten quite as on hanukkah is i've been kind of uh um, binge-watching Avatar's Airbender. And then after I finished that, I started... I see Mike going, Ugh. <laughs> And then after... No,
2: I was deciding if I should tell my joke. Uh,
1: after, after Avatar The Last Airbender, um, I started watching Korra. Um, and honestly, in my personal opinion, I cannot believe I slept on either. Yes, they are a um, They were put out by Nickelodeon. But... I'm telling you, they have been. I've just been so blown away by the storytelling, the animation. So that's kind of like where my life's to being Avatar: The Last Airbender. So, but
2: there's better Western animation. No, I
1: honestly, you 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 sit here and you say that, but you have not watched them. The first couple. I watched a couple. Okay, okay, so the first okay, okay. first couple of episodes of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Were kind of eh. like I thought. Okay, this seems like a cool like haha, Nickelodeon, like happy, happy, happy type animation. But as the story progresses, especially when it comes to the season of Avatar, I was just absolutely blown away by the storytelling, the character development, and then even continuing on after um, the Legend of Korra. Personally, I this is me saying this. I categorize them as anime. It, it takes they they both okay they both both they both take a lot of you know aspects of anime.
2: But you're falling into the Ruby crowd, and I can't get so people think Ruby is anime that, or you know the, the the Netflix the Netflix that's uh, fine and crowd.
1: that's that's totally fine that that's your opinion. But this is also right. my opinion. But I've also seen the episode. You have not, yeah. Mike, seen the episode.
2: Look, I've seen Avatar. Those blue people are annoying. <laughs> I, and the problem. The problem is. I mean, a, anime is
0: very is very much. I mean, you have to. I mean, there has to be a definition. I mean, if if anime is a is a style of storytelling or an, or art style, then I mean, yeah, Avatar can certainly count as anime. But if it just means cartoons that were made in Japan, which I think is probably the more common definition. Of,
1: but here's I mean, the, here's the thing. Limited, so. You know, there are okay. So there's specifically there in Japan where i i, I can i don't have the correct pronunciation to art to art studio it is a black owned animation in japan
2: but it's in japan so
1: Okay, but yeah, I mean then there's, then, there's then... production
2: work in Japan. We didn't it. say it had to be Japanese people making hey, it; it just had to be from Japan. Okay. Well, I mean
0: that that it's ends cool. up in a, on a whole bunch different subset of Which questions. Is Which is it's funny like, because is a thunder, of is cartoons
2: now are uh, anime, is Transformers animated anime. outside exactly. of Japan? Exactly, anyway.
1: exactly. A lot of these things are animated outside of
2: Japan. Hanako's got a lot of Vietnamese names on that for
1: credits. That's so I was like. I was yeah. like,
2: "Whoa!" But
0: the key, I mean, the key artwork <laughs> is still done by Japanese. It's still written by Jeff. Jap- it's it's uh it's a it's it's a tough thing. Especially now where you know the, the Netflix marketing team is using anime just as like you know cartoons that are that have you know a, a decent story and, and some better good animation. And you I know mean, like kind of the Castlevania me. anime that's not anime and so But
2: their company's Nickelodeon. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah.
1: But at the same They're time I see it right? I see it as, as
2: like,
1: <laughs> for me Uh, The reason why I categorize in the kind of swing that it, like you just, Shannon,
2: you're too old to do this stuff. Don't betray us.
1: I'm not betraying (laughs) you. How is this betraying you? I'm just saying that the the kind of storytelling that it is, it just feels very anime. You know what I mean? I'm not
2: saying it can't be anime-like. I just have a hard time classifying anime, and I know people are going to be like, "Oh, look at you, you freaking gatekeeping. What can be anime? I mean, anime's always been known as." The Japanese animation. Is well, so you know, and in,
1: in Avatar, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of westernized jokes. So, for example, there are the swamp vendors, and they kind of take on that like you know Cajun stereotypical like <laughs> what you say about that kind of like <laughs> yeah. stereotypical characters. So there are there are a lot of westernized things about Avatar, but. Overall, to me, it really kind of it it really kind of moved towards the category of anime for me, and that's fine if people don't think of that it's anime. That but it's it's kind of like where I categorize. It.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. I just think like Ruby when people say anime, I'm like, it's anime like but call it anime.
0: Yeah, anime it's, influence. It's, it's it, yeah, it's a tough one. It is a tough one.
1: But I, I mean, but I I will say, I stick to
0: the definition of anime as cartoons.
1: But I will say. I mean,
0: yeah. Dante.
1: I think his name's Dante Basco, who played uh, Rufio in the movie Hook, does an amazing job as Zuko. That's where I went.
0: That's good. That's all Greek to me. Avatar is definitely one of those things that uh, I've been yelled at by a lot of people that I should. Tell.
2: I get that too, but I keep telling people, I'm like, look. I have my backlog. You can't just keep saying everybody chooses a different show. I need to watch. It'll never happen. And I keep telling people maybe one day. I I was in the same boat. I was in the same
1: boat. I thought, you know what? This is an anime? Why would I watch this? I would Oh, won't
2: I'm not like saying this. it's not anime. I mean I watch Shira. I watch Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego on Netflix. It doesn't right. have to be anime. But at the same time I way, just have so much on my plate. I I can't get it. I get it. Time.
1: I get it. But I will really be if you if you are able to get past the first season of Avatar, kinda like if you're if you're Cora, able to but. get past the first season of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs>
2: I'd watch Korra because it's a female protagonist. but, but the, the
1: thing after. is, with Korra you won't understand a whole lot. That's unless you watch Avatar: The Last and I
2: Can't I? Can't watch uh, them. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> See, All reincarnated as right. a slime is easy. It's a slime. All right.
0: Well, I think that we. Uh, hey, we talked about a cartoon this week. We Isn't did. That...
2: <laughs> hey, next episode's going to be better.
0: It will. So, Mike, why don't you tell everyone what episode two hundred is going to be?
2: Yeah. So. Um At the end of the last episode, we talked often, and I came up with an idea that I thought was going to everybody... For episode 200, why don't we each pick a classic anime to watch, and then we'll all talk about it. So, we're not each going to watch one, we're all going to watch all three. So, it's a cool way, and we're going to spend... there're going to be an intro, and then this. Like, we want to make Otaku Review episode 200 about the classic anime. So... Should we tell them what the anime are going to be? Yes, yeah. No, I think we should hold back. Oh, the really? Yeah, I think we should
1: but tell
0: them. all of them, we can say all of them are available on the, what is it, what's this like? retro, retro Crush. Plus, retro retro crush. crush.
2: Which you can now finally watch on the website instead of just throw it app. They finally have it up, which is great. Um, so, yeah, everything's going to be available on there. We each pick something. I know Shannon and I have picked something that is close to us. We all decided to go with, like, a... Movie or OVA format, not a full series, because trying to watch is going to be a pain in the ass. week's time, but and then Scott picks something he hadn't seen before. I know I've seen it. I don't know about Shannon. No, I haven't seen it. But see, here's
1: the thing: I think we should tell people what they are because a lot of people probably haven't. So, if actually, they, it
2: would be a good idea because
1: if they want to watch them before, uh,
0: we probably should. Have, we probably should have this argument off air. All right, tell you, let's. All right, go ahead. Let's go can tell people what the three okay, shows. Okay, so about.
1: my pick is my favorite anime of all time, the Project ako uh-huh. movie. It is, it, it is, and will be my number one anime of all time. It is from what the late eighties. So get ready, yeah. it's awesome.
2: So I. If I was going to pick one of my favorite anime of all time, it would have been Devil Hunter Yoko, but it's not a retro crush. So um, I actually went with—I um, got to get the guy's name real quick because I can't remember him. Um, so I went with Riding Bean, um, which is
1: Sonata, Right? Done
2: by—it uh, was written by Kenichi Sonoda. I couldn't remember his last name. Did Bubblegum Crisis? Did Gunsmith Cats? Um, but I decided to do Riding Bean because it's an OVA. There's not a lot of. You don't have to watch multiple episodes. Um, but Ryan and Bean... Oh, by the way, Shannon's Project Echo watching dub. We're watching all these dub. So Ryan and Bean is one of those where I love the dub. for Project Echo's another one. So I was happy. I knew Shannon was going to pick that one. Yeah, I nominated this anyway. But... Um, yeah, so I picked Riding Bean, and then Scott picked one as well, which, like I said, we're going to do in dubs, so Scott, if you...
0: Yeah, so, uh, again, I've never seen this OVA. It's Demon City Shinjuku. Uh, and, uh, all I know about it is that it's ridiculous and dumb, and uh, one of Madhouse's very earliest works. Uh, and of course, Madhouse today is yeah. a powerhouse, but everyone has to start from somewhere, and they started at Demon City Shinjuku, so I'm excited to check that out.
2: I've seen all this, but I love revisiting. At least two, but I can't say Demon City Shichiku because I probably haven't watched that since IDHS back, and it's been a long time. Back in the eighties, through nineties, and
1: honestly, like Uh all three of these have been, you know, back in the day for people who are old enough who remember the the anime days on Sci Fi Channel. You know, they had Demon Demon City Shichiku and Project Echo, which is how I found Project Echo. You know, they had all these different old school anime movies that they would play on the Sci-Fi Channel. So this is kind yeah. of you know where my love Project Aco comes from.
2: So mm-hmm. for me, I've watched a lot of Sci-Fi, but there were a couple local video stores that carried anime. Which one of them was called? It was called Errol's Video which eventually got bought by Blockbuster. Uh, Blockbuster still carried a lot of anime back in the day on VHS, and I used to rent stuff all the time. I'd rent anything new came in, I grabbed it and rented it. And I <laughs> used to have my dad had two VCRs. I would record it, <laughs> get it back, and I would keep watching it after that. Um, I was so into ca- taken in everything. And that's how I found all this stuff. All this stuff was a VHS. I still own Project Echo 2 on VHS. I own and B on Blu-ray now. I kickstarted that Blu-ray. Um, but it's just, I've actually more enjoying backlash stuff than trying to watch a lot of them. There's so much good classics and some I never watched. That's why I'm so glad Retro Crush is here. And I hope they offer something that lets me pay to cut out these commercials because when the commercials don't show up, it's just them reloading the movie or video, and it's really annoying.
1: So, yes.
2: Because I'll be like, why did it stop? And I'll be like, oh, it's a commercial break.
1: If you want to well, follow uh, along next time. Demon City what? Shinjuku, Project Echo the movie, and Riding Beam.
2: But check Amazon Prime as well. Some of these might be available on Amazon Prime, and you won't have to watch commercials. I know Project Echo it, so I want to let people know. Retro Crush has this. But if you have Amazon Prime, they should be available in your subscription. So if you don't want to have to deal with like cutoffs, there are other ways to find them.
0: Uh, yeah, so look forward to it. Uh, as always, my name is Scott Spazzini from otakuinreview.com. You can find me, of course, on Twitter and Twitch at Gundam GundamPilotSpaz there, where I stream a lot of Final Fantasy IV, Free Enterprise, among other things. Mike, where can people find you?
2: Uh, everyone can find me at g-nitro.com. For uh, all your music, mostly K-pop needs, especially if you're looking to find stuff that will get you K-pop. Because I kind of film that more than anything. Also, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram as G Nitro, or as I start trying to switch—not just fundraising, but I'm thinking of streaming like once or twice a month. Nothing crazy, but I kind of got back into enjoying. It. Also,
1: and you can find me at Perfect the Last Three. And you can also find me on Tapas and Webtoon, live webcomic called Food for Zays.
0: And uh, we will see you for episode 200. Yes. Yeah. Peace.